Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast from Man United and Football. I'm your host, Matthew, and this is talking about Manchester United's nil-nil draw at home to Chelsea in the Premier League. A very, very frustrating game, should have won it at the end. Um, I was kind of thinking in the 80th minute, like, okay, what do I say on a nil-nil podcast? Because there's no goals to talk about, unfortunately, not even any offside goals or any penalties or or anything really um i think there's a lot to talk about today in terms of performance um and some questionable decisions from uh Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as well uh i thought we we just sort of lacked that killer instinct today i thought you know the last sort of 10 minutes you're looking at all the different crosses that were put into the box good bit of passing from the different players um just didn't quite get that. We had a couple of chances, but no sort of clean through on goal, clear, clear cut chances. Apart from Rashford's in the first half, which was sort of clean through. There was a player next to him, wasn't there? Um, so I thought uh, that was whatever. Um, just got to get straight to the the players, really, not the player ratings, but talk about a few specific players. Um, I thought Fred had a blinder today. I thought this was one of his best, if not his best game in a United shirt. I thought McTominay was pretty poor today. I thought Dan James was both a mixture of unlucky and not great at certain times. I think you've got to look at this United team at times and realise, okay, sure, you need different types of players for different types of opponents. You know, different teams play in different ways. Manchester United need to adapt to that by using what they've got to hand. Um, I just think some players didn't really fit in this game, you look at McTom- I look at McTominay and James, and I think, okay, maybe they're your sort of impact subs, in a way, um, but I don't think that they really fit this type of game, and that's one of the problems as well, when you look at our our team, and sometimes our selection, if Oli gets his team selection wrong, and the players that he chooses don't fit into the game, it's going to actually make those p- uh, particular players look worse, and I'm speaking about McTominay and James in this in this particular situation kind of with matter as well I don't think matter played poorly today I think he actually played all right but he's this this isn't really a one matter type of game or a one matter type of game um but overall I just a very very frustrating sort of heart pounding you know final 10 minutes or final four minutes really uh, I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, great to see Cavani finally on the pitch. That was really, really good. And it just brings a question as well. What on earth has Donny van der Beek got to do to get into this team? I'm looking at that team in the last 10 minutes and thinking like, okay, Pogba's on so-so. Bruno, always working hard. Fred, working really hard, playing really well. McTominay's just doing bad pass after bad pass. Get McTominay off of van der Beek. And maybe you can kick on and do something to, to, to sort of have those two utility players in there, Fred and uh, Van Der Beek. And then obviously you've got, uh, you'd then have Fernandes as, as your sort of attacking player. Um, Rashford, I thought, had a had a fairly good game today. I thought this was also Lindelof and Maguire's probably best performance together in quite some time. I do remember talking about the... Um, Newcastle and PSG games. I can't remember which way around it was, but they both played separately in each game and they had a better performance. And I remember saying on those two podcasts, I think it was mainly on the second one on the PSG podcast, said that, okay, Lindelof and Maguire can be good at times. They've been very, very shaky in the last couple of months. Don't get me wrong, I've certainly noticed that. You know, the Tottenham game is a is a clear example and the Palace game as well. Um, but he went with the risk. He, they They played okay today. 
Um, I thought they were fairly good. Luke Shaw, I thought, looked good. Juan Basakra, I thought, had one of his... Um, not one of his best games, but one of his better games, certainly. So, uh, Chelsea, on the other hand, uh, attacked really well. They pressed really well against us. Um, they defended relatively well. One of the problems that's been known for Chelsea this season... And I don't watch Chelsea games, but I watch I watch quite a lot of football highlights for the games that interest me anyway. Um, and uh, they've just been notably bad at defending this season. So have we as well. So it was quite interesting to go into this game and to note that, you know, we haven't been defending that great. We've let in a lot of goals. Chelsea haven't either. So what's that going to kind of add up to? And it added up to a nil-nil because uh, both defences actually kind of showed up, which was which was interesting. Um, but just it's just a very very frustrating game, and um, we'll have to see how we kind of push on to. Uh, I think it's Leipzig we play against on Wednesday, and then we've got Arsenal uh, next weekend. So a couple of tough games coming up. Um, but how do I feel about this game? Just just frustrated. I felt we felt like we could have and should have probably nicked it at the end, and we just we just didn't quite get that little bit extra. In there, uh, there was a couple of good bits of play towards the end, a couple, a couple of poorly placed passes as well. But for the most part, I think we had relatively good ideas, uh, but we just didn't really have that killer edge to sort of execute those ideas. So uh, I don't have too much necessarily to say about the game itself. I'm uh, looking forward to getting to player ratings, but um, yeah, there wasn't too many sort of controversial VAR things or whatever. Um, I mean, there's there's two that I I mainly should talk about. One is the Rashford potential penalty, of which I was admittedly quite confused about because they showed the replay a, a few times over, um, and I was just uh, I didn't really see much in that necessarily. The other one, which was the other way around, um, Harry Maguire putting his arm around I think it was Jorginho. I'm not exactly sure which Chelsea player it was, but. Does Maguire think he's here to do wrestling or to play football? Because um, I get it, you know, he's, he's supposed to be our big, imposing captain, eighty million pound defender, but that doesn't mean you should put your arm around. Because he had his arm around, I think it was Jorginho, uh, had his arm around his neck, and could uh, that could have been a red card and a penalty. So it's things like that that you got to really keep an eye on. And um, yeah, I mean, he didn't get penalised for it. Luckily, that was that was good. But uh, just got to be very, very careful. But um, overall, I think we played all all right at certain points. Certain other points, we were particularly poor. It was a it was a bit of a mixed game overall. But just in total, I just feel a big uh, big sense of frustration because I felt like we could have nicked it at the end with with the chances that we created. Uh, like I said, good to see Cavani come on. I'm not sure what's going on with Van der Beek. Why Ollie's not picking him? Um. Yeah, that's kind of it for my uh, thoughts on the actual performance. Uh, let's take a short little break, we'll come back, and then I'll do some player ratings. So I'll see you for that in a minute. Hey there, I'm Aaron Holman, host of Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show all about passion. I have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me. Hello. With performing, there's always a story to tell, whether it's my own or not. And creativity. I go, he's more than cute, he's creative. All with an LGBT twist. Make sure to check out Eye to Eye, that's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today.
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it there's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Gualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, I'm not going to go fully through the list for entertainment talk stuff, but... Uh, things of note as of recently, Gaming Talk Podcast, uh, we talked about the PlayStation 5's uh, UI, three games that have gone gold, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Godfall, all of which are PlayStation 5 games, um, and Assassin's Creed is going to be available, of course, on uh, Xbox One and Xbox Series X, and all of the Xbox Ones uh, that you can get as well. And we talked about a bunch of other things. Uh, two Walking Dead shows that we're doing, Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond, both of which are up to date with the newest episode. Season 6, Episode 2 uh, for Fear the Walking Dead and Season 1, Episode 3 for The Walking Dead World Beyond. Um, so those those are those that are kind of up to date at the moment. We'll be back next week to talk about next episodes. Breaking Bad, Season Finale Podcast, Season 1, Episode 7 for the Becoming Heisenberg Podcast. Uh, me and Robert actually performed a skit for the first time for entertainment talk just a joke little sort of fun thing that we did um and it's called the hollywood reboot i'm not going to talk too much about it because it will kind of ruin it a little bit maybe but uh go and check that out if you want to if you only want to listen to the skit portion of that podcast it's about a minute long so it won't take you too long to listen to the whole podcast itself is about five minutes there's uh, three or four minutes of us talking about the sort of process and you know i wrote it and that sort of thing so uh, you can check that out as well um that's pretty much most of the stuff at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's get into play ratings the hair uh didn't have a terrible amount to do didn't make any spectacular saves there was a couple of shots that really did go straight at him um i think pulisic had a shot and a couple of other players as well i'll give him a give him a six he was you know did, did, did his job didn't let a goal in and um it's it's difficult to give player ratings to goalkeepers sometimes, but uh, he did his job at the end of the day and didn't let a goal in, which is good. Wambasaka, I'll give him a seven. 
thought it was good. I still think he's got a little bit of trouble going forward, uh, putting those crosses in. But defensively, he's just pretty incredible at the moment. Uh, so I'll give him a 7. Maguire and Lindelof, I'll give them a 6. Um... Actually, no, I'll give them a set. I'll give them the same rating as Wambasaka. I can't really think of too much that Lindelof and Maguire did wrong necessarily, apart from Maguire thinking that he's doing wrestling instead of playing football, but obviously he didn't get penalised for that. But uh, yeah, they had they had an, an all right game together. I don't want Ollie to think though that oh, you know, we didn't we didn't let a goal in. I played Lindelof and Maguire at the back. We should do that every week. No, I think you need Bailey and um, certainly Twanzebe in this team. Um, I think that could work. Um, pretty well, but you know we we got options, which is good, excluding Phil Jones because he's, he's Phil Jones is injured anyway. So just forget about him. Uh, Luke Shaw gave an eight two. I thought we had a really good game. Um, just edged it for me in terms of the the defensive players, the back four. Uh, got forward really well. Uh, lacked slightly on the pace front at certain points, but not to uh, any particularly bad result. So uh, yeah, I'll give him an eight. McTominay, I'm going to give a 5-2. I thought his passing was dreadful. His tackling was alright at certain points. So that's why I'm giving him a slightly higher score than something like a 4. Um, but his passing was just so off today. He, he really... Those last 10-20 minutes, he really needed to come off for of Van der Beek. I, that was such an obvious um, substitution. And uh, Oli didn't make that. So, um, I'm not sure particularly... What to make of that. But yes I thought McTominay's passing was. Uh, very very poor. At um, at certain parts today. So. Uh, Fred I'm going to give the man of the match to. 10 out of 10. I thought that he was. Incredible all around hard worker. Really good passing at times. Um, tackled really well. Just he he always seemed to be. When a player was looking for the pass. He always seemed to be there. And you know, for a sort of utility type of player, um, he he just was he was everywhere today. He was tackling. He was available for the passes when he needed to be, and uh, it was very very noticeable for me today. So there's that. Uh, Matter. I'm gonna give. What do I give Matter? He didn't really get into this game. He didn't do anything particularly badly. This wasn't really the type of game for him either. See, that's that's what I was talking about earlier, right? If Ole picks a player who isn't going to be suitable for that game, and they look worse, but they don't technically play worse, so one matter in the situation, what does that mean for that player's performance? Uh, I'll give him. I think I'll give him a six point five. I think. Um, again, he just he just didn't really fit into this game, but he didn't do anything particularly wrong, so I can't really punish him for that necessarily. Uh, Bruno Fernandez, I'll give him. I'll give him a nine. Thought it was thought it was really quite good again today. Uh, like I always say, he's one of our one of if not our best player, one of our best players, and certainly the player that is vital to the machine, if you want to call it that. Is is a very vital cog to the uh, the system. Um, yeah, was was pretty much everywhere today. Just like Fred, I thought as well. Um, you know, just did, did some really, really good passing at certain points. He's always tracking back and putting in, uh, you know, the work effort and that sort of thing. So, uh, really liked him today. Dan James, um, I gave him a 4.5. I thought he was really unlucky today. I do think he made some poor decisions at certain points. And I also don't think this was the right game for him. So, again, McTominay, Matter, and James... Not the right game for them. You should have played Van Der Beek, probably Greenwood, uh, switched Rashford to the left, and started Cavani, I think. 
Um, so basically, if you take Mc, if you take McTominay out, put Van der Beek in. So you got Van der Beek, Fred, Mc, and uh, Fernandez. Take Matter off. Put Greenwood there. Take James off. Move Rashford to the left, and then put Cavani up front. That's the team I would have pretty much started with today. Because um, I also just do think that Van, Van der Beek, Fred, and, and uh, sorry, Van der Beek, Fred. And Fernandez is our best midfield shape at the moment. Um, you know, Matic is very, very useful as well. But I do think that those are the three, the three most hard-working players on the team. So yeah, Dan James, I'll, I'll give him like a four point five. Very unlucky. Didn't play too well in certain situations. Also, just not the right game for him. So just um, a lot of things going against him today. I don't think he's a bad player. Lots of people calling for. You know him to be loaned out or sold. Here's the problem, right? If you first of all, if you sell Dan James, that's a disaster because then you know you're getting rid of quite a young player with with quite a lot of potential. Let's let's be honest, a lot of potential there with with Dan James. If you loan him out for the season, right, and then you put Rashford on the left. Rashford gets injured. Who do you put on the left? Because uh, would you put Greenwood on the left? You put Matt on the left. You put Tellez there or something um, but then if you put Tellez on the left and he starts and then Luke Shaw gets injured you, you gotta you gotta think about backups for players and in terms of wingers we have got a lot of players that we have got a lot of players that could play on the left but like you, you don't want to start moving like Martial to the left and then you've got what Greenwood and Cavani but then that sort of takes away from Martial's progress as a striker there's there's just too many things to think about in terms of the wingers because the actual the, the people you should be playing on the wing at the moment James Rashford Mata Greenwood so you got four right you take one of them away you got three and then um then you've only got one spare you need you need to you need you need one spare spare player for each position is what I'm trying to say so if you learn out Dan James and then you have Mata who's not young anymore and then you've got Greenwood and Rashford so you learn out Dan James, Rashford or Greenwood or Mata gets injured and then you're down to two Not to, it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me, even if you learned out Greenwood or Rashford or Mata or sold one of them three one of them, uh, if you get rid of one of them four players is what I'm trying to say Either for loan or to sell, it's not a good idea because you need you need uh, spare players. Is is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, Dan James four point five. Uh, Rashford played actually pretty well today. I thought made you know made a couple of poor passes here or there. I'll give him an eight. Thought he was pretty good. Again, he doesn't seem distracted by all the good work that he's doing with the uh, you know helping children with um, starvation and you know. Uh, child poverty and all that sort of thing uh, which he's doing a tremendous job with doesn't seem distracted by that I thought he did play pretty well today um, and he did almost score right at the end so Rashford's one of them interesting players where sometimes he doesn't seem like he does a lot and then he just has that spark moment you know PSG 88th minute scores a goal Chelsea here 86th minute almost a similar time of goal uh, time of the game sorry has that shot against Chelsea um, and it, it could potentially go in. So he's sort of one. He, sometimes he can be a little bit quiet, but then he can just have that sort of moment of spark. Um, Greenwood can be a little bit like that as well. They're they're very similar in in certain ways. I know they're a bit different in terms of their actual type of player, but they're very similar with like chances and that sort of thing. 
So, but anyway, that's my thoughts in this game against Chelsea. Uh, what do you think for player ratings? What do you think in terms of what I said about spare players and numbers of players? And if you start loaning or selling out too many players or the wrong players, and then you get injuries or tiredness or suspension, and then you have to you end up running out of options. Um, what do you do then? I don't know, but we should just keep the players that we actually need. So, and also, what do you think of? Donny van der Beek's absence on the bench didn't look particularly happy today. They did cut over to him at one point. Just looks uh, frustrated. And I, I'm, I'm fully with van der Beek or van der Beek. I'm not sure how you say his name. Um, I think he should have played today. Uh, come off for for McTominay. I think he should have started because again, I think that our, our best three, say middle midfielders, um, Fernandez, Fred, and van der Beek. I think would be a great combination. So. I don't know, but it's uh, that's that that those decisions are on Ollie. That's got nothing to do with the actual players. If you put on the pitch, you got to do the job. If you're not on the pitch, you can't do the job. It's pretty much as simple as that. So uh, anyway, thank you all very much for listening. If you do want to send in those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, or maybe concerns about Manchester United or anything related to Entertainment Talk, MatthewEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, we travel to. Let me just quickly check scores we do play on wednesday next week instead of tuesday group h uh leipzig at home uh 8 p.m wednesday so i'll possibly do a podcast straight after i don't know but we we will see and then i'm pretty sure we're playing on sunday because i can only scroll up to saturday on the sky sports app um Probably because it's a Saturday and I can't scroll past one week. It doesn't show us playing on Saturday. So I'm assuming that we're playing on Sunday. So we'll see. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. You can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to check out everything that we've got on there. That would be very helpful uh, or very good. TV, video games, not so much films these days. But also Manchester United podcasts as you're listening to at the moment. So thank you very much for doing that. If you like what you hear from us. And you want to uh, support Entertainment Talk on all the podcasts. There's a few different options for you. Uh, Patreon, you can have a look on there. The $1 and $3 level tiers. For instant podcast, ad-free podcast. And review options, uh, Amazon, Amazon affiliate link if you're doing your Christmas shopping, um, or if you're buying a new Christmas tree to put up before Halloween starts. Whatever you want to buy on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. Maybe you are buying stuff for Halloween, I don't know, but regardless, whatever you're buying on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, if you search for Entertainment Talk on podcast platforms, uh, you can subscribe to us, rate, review us. If you're If we're not... On your favourite podcast platform. Please let us know. And we will look into getting the podcast onto that. Um, word of mouth. You can simply tell people that you know about the website. The iTunes feeds and everything else. Uh, social media. You can share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can in different Facebook groups. If you want your up to date reliable TV and film news. David's got you covered on uh, geektown.co.uk. You can go on there and check out your latest TV and film news. Uh, air date information. Casting news etc etc uh, geek town radios the weekly geek town news podcast for tv and film gets released on tuesdays you can check that out if you search for either searching for geek town on uh, itunes and podcast services or just by heading over to geektown.co.uk on tuesdays look out for those as well bex is streaming daily at the moment on twitch uh trista bites trista b-y-t-e-s if you follow her subscribe to her over there that would be great as well and also look out for let's play sunday episodes thank you very much for listening let's see what we can do against leipzig i think they were called on wednesday thanks for listening and i shall see you next time goodbye